Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. The back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next. Postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, live. Twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast. Hello, Twitch room. Yes. How are we? Yeah, how are we? It's Wednesday night. We watch NXT. We do. Then we go live on Twitch. We do. Because we're your NXT friends. 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 And we'll always be Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. It don't matter. But we're here. Uh, And reminder, check us out for BD Elite, where we go live on Twitch on Thursdays at 1 p.m. Because uh, we we also can be your dynamite friends, too. We can be. And uh, if you're a patron of us, you can call in to that show as well to leave any feedback about either NXT, AEW... Or just whatever you want to talk about. And uh, we got a lot to talk about. It's WrestleMania season. Give me the green light. We're ready to go. Yeah, we we, we, we are. We're, we're past the fast lane. We're in the HOV lane. We're flying down. We're, we're so close. We're going yes. to WrestleMania. Well, we're not going. But, we're. I mean, we're going to watch it. We're going to be going with you guys it's to true. WrestleMania. Yeah. This is true. Yeah, we have a lot going on. So, obviously... NXT comes first, and we're doing a special two-night takeover because they're doing Takeover Night 1, Stand and Deliver, on USA. We'll be doing a watch-along and post-show for that uh, on Twitch and recording the show for that. And then the Thursday night, we'll do it all over again. All over again. So that's a lot of NXT watch-alongs and and post-shows. If you're going to dare both nights, be sure to join us for those both nights, again, live, recording this podcast. Yeah, there's going to be activity like on the Twitch channel all week from uh, we'll have Friday, Friday Night Smackdown and then WrestleMania as well. Night one watch along, night two watch along and post show. Yeah, 
Yeah. And we're not going to do a post show on night one because uh, we've mentioned patreon.com slash up next. If you're a patron to us, Saturday, we're doing a celebration. It's yes. a celebration it because is. up next, the BDE, we turn three. We turn three. BD3. BD3. That's it. <laughs> uh, yes. WrestleMania night one, we're doing a Zoom takeover tailgate. Uh, where we'll be going to be hanging out with you guys and getting all ready for WrestleMania, leading into our watch along on Twitch for night one of WrestleMania. Yes, we did one last year for SummerSlam. Uh, we'll probably do one again for SummerSlam this year. Yes. But yes, we will be throwing a tailgate for WrestleMania night one. Uh, hopefully we can be behind the BDE. We can be in the, yeah. the garden, the MSG. Yeah. Um if it's a nice day. I hope so. Um, and yeah, we want as many patrons as possible to join us. Yeah, so uh, if you're going to do uh, the week of wrestling that's going on, there's so like WrestleMania week is there's something every night. Uh, and it uh, feels like, well, we already have podcasts every day and every other day. We have so many podcasts that we do, like Your Deep Impact. See, you'll be doing you'll be doing Tuesday nights where maybe you'll watch the Hall of Fame after the fact. Are you going to be interested maybe, in that? Uh, on Tuesdays, I just watch Impact and you watch NXT and then we just talk about both. Right. Oh, that's... <laughs> no. I, you get Impact? Yeah, sure. Yeah, you get Impact. Yeah, yeah. You watch Impact and give me your fact, facts on that. Uh, so check out your Deep Impact reviews. You and Andrew Thompson have been killing it and Cino's helping out as well. And speaking of John Cino, listen to Shot in the Dark on this feed as well because in 15 minutes or less, uh, it's free. Well, 15 minutes or less, he he runs down all the other wrestling shows, AEW Dark, Dark Elevation, Ring of Honor, everything. NWA Power, all of them. Yeah. All of them. NXT UK, which they're doing uh, a Thursday night before night one of TakeOver Stand and Deliver, which is oh, like yeah. NXT UK epilogue or no, prelude or something <laughs> like that. Uh, yeah. So there's all sorts of stuff. And Sino covers that on there as well. He lets you know what kind of stuff is coming to Peacock and, and all that stuff. So John's been doing a great job. On that one. Shout out, Sino. Uh, so then, of course, Wednesdays we do this show, NXT, yep. the BD Elite, the AEW. We do podcasts all the time. But there's going to be a very special day, a post-podcast day mm. coming up April 3rd, where we'll be talking all about the worst, worst. WrestleMania matches ever yes if you've been following we do a show called best match ever and well we cover all sorts of things we've done free versions of that one like best death match ever and and we did a special Brody lee tribute as well but we do so many best match ever on the patreon but for the first time ever we'll be doing a worst match ever so let us know what are the worst wrestlemania matches because we got to prepare for this this show a post-wrestling podcast yeah, i want to watch all of them all the worst matches ever big show Aki bono yeah there's a lot of bad ones. Oh, yes. Michael oh, yes. Cole versus King. I can't wait for that 40-minute classic. It's, isn't it like 40 minutes, that match? Which? Cole and Cole Lawler? Cole and Lawler. It goes on forever. Oh, that's the worst one. That's yeah. got to be the yeah. worst. Well, listen to us talk about that yeah. on April 3rd, post-wrestling podcast day. It's going to be crazy. All the great other lineups that they've got going on is great. So shout out John Pollock and Wei Ting, the, the post-masters over there. Uh, I, miss, I miss those guys. Those summers getting better and stuff. Hopefully, we can do some hangouts outside because I miss Joe Poe and the cowboy in yes. my life. Oh, and thank you, Way, for those uh, Girl Scout cookies. I, fin I finally had them yesterday. 
they're no thin mints, but like they're good. Yeah, they're still they're second best. Yeah, thin mints. I, I, I if anyone out there has thin mints, hook a brother up because we need them thin mm. mints. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be doing that show on April 3rd, and then we mentioned all the other stuff, like our Zoom stuff. Uh, I feel like there's another big show that we've recently announced, which is, well, WWE booked a whole week of wrestling events every night of the week for WrestleMania night, including the TakeOver, which is just randomly on a Thursday, where we originally had something planned for yes. us on that Thursday. We did. Which is now moved. It's moved. April 15th. Is that the right date? That sounds right. I'm yeah, so I'll check. You keep saying it. April 15th, 6 p.m. Eastern time. It is April 15th. Yes. It is up next mania. Oh, boy. We're going to have a whole night, a pay-per-view, with a whole card of different games and guests, all leading up to the main event of Braden Harrington defending the BDE Championship against Chris Elliott. Yes, Cactus Chris, patron of us, listener, great, great fan, great guy. Uh, he won the Up Next Rumble, and that was an event of itself. And we did that past. We, you've come up with all these crazy games, and we've c- basically created our own Fed with all these online Twitch games and stuff. Yeah. So yes, Up Next Mania, where yes, I'll be putting my title on the line, the BD title against Cactus Chris, and uh, I'm 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 pretty excited. I don't expect me to do the job. But I'm excited, uh, it, and because there's, it, it's going to be a whole pay per view. There is. I'd like to announce we do have an Inferno match on the card. Yeah, we do. We, we have an actual Inferno match on the card. Yeah, we've got some eight man tags in the mix. Right. We've got a grudge match within the post wrestling universe. Yeah. It's just, screw your uh, Adam Cole's Kyle O'Reilly. Oh yeah. I think. It's safe to say we're going to have to have an unsanctioned match between Wei Ting and Andrew Thompson. The cowboy. Yeah. Unsanctioned. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Uh, I challenged Chris Elliott to a three stages of hell match, which I'm not sure. I don't even know what that is, what we could make that. So I'm, I don't know. I may have worked my way into a shoot, to be honest, but I'm super excited. So that's April 15th, Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, we'll, we'll update closer too, but, uh, and, Welcome to all our new listeners who just don't oh, have yeah. a fucking clue what we're talking like, what? about I right this now. Was NXT yes. reviews. Hello, NXT? welcome. What NXT? What are they fucking talking about? Yes. Uh, welcome to Up Next. If you are new, hey, check us out at Up Next Podcast, Twitter, Instagram. We talk about NXT every week, but we do so many things, including podcasts. I mentioned we do so many. Before we kind of jump in, I have to plug what we have coming up on our Patreon mm. because it's a kind of interesting week. We have done some some awesome stuff the past few weeks, but we're doing a Was Next, talking about some old NXT where we go back and go in time. February 27th, 2013. Yeah, so that's super excited. We actually recorded that today. So that show, it, we mostly just talk about vaccines. Other stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what we got into. Uh, but then we have this week as well, and up yours, where we will be joined by world champ patron Brent Nickel to talk about his selection for this week. Canadian Stampede, WWF, in your house from 1997. Yeah, I've got a feeling maybe Brent might have been at this. Wow. I don't know. I might be wrong there. Okay. But uh, really looking forward to this one. Uh, great pay-per-view. Um, little spoiler, it feels like a takeover. 
It does. Mm. Yeah, it definitely has that vibe. I mean, it's got great Sasuke versus Takum- oh, Takamichi yes. Noku, which is insane. Uh, so we're going to be talking about all about that. I know people love this pay-per-view. Canadians yeah. beat from WDF 1997. Uh, so, yeah, Team Canada versus Team USA, essentially, is the main event of that. Uh, so we're going to be talking all about that as well. Uh, we just did a Up Yours, where we talked all about... NXT TakeOver London from 2015. That was a great show that we did. And uh, all the other stuff. Patreon.com slash up next. For only five bucks a month, you get access to every podcast we've ever done. And best time to join because you'll have access to all the call-in shows where there'll be so many over Mania Week, uh, the tailgate, and entry into Up Next Mania. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean... You, you kinda, limited spots you kind of just let the cat out the bag a little mm. bit there because we had a lot of people being like oh up next mania the rumble was such a success i want to be a part of it well how do you be a part of it just like nxt william regal booked this extreme eliminator gauntlet mm. thing hmm. he maybe have gotten that idea from us again again they're taking our match yeah uh so we do a lot of podcasts guys sorry for all the plugs but letting you know uh in the next few weeks it's it's wrestlemania season so we have a lot of stuff always busy yeah fun stuff planned for you guys so we're super excited Whew. how you doing i'm good i'm good how are you yeah i'm good uh I, i'm back at work you're back in i am business back. like yes. wrestlemania yeah um we got the news 6 p.m oh i got the news too i'm i can't believe it What's that? Great Kali in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that's what I thought you were saying. (laughs) (laughs) We got the news 6 p.m. on Friday that we can go back to work on Saturday. So really crazy turnover. It's been hectic. It's been busy. But it's so good to be back. Yeah. Uh, It's, yeah, I feel good. Yeah, it, it, it sucks that you, you know, you're... You've been stuck inside this whole winter. I mean, a lot of us have been stuck inside. Uh, and now that everything's open, I know like rules and regulations here in Toronto are different, but we have patios and stuff. The weather's getting a little bit better. Uh, so it makes sense. And I, rep- I bet people are dying to go to this, oh, yeah. these things as long as people are being like safe and respectable. Everyone so far this time around, yeah. everyone's been so much more respectful than last time. I think people now get it because I've not had any kind of everyone's been so nice and maybe that'll change soon when people get more comfortable again but so far so good yeah i i feel like we we've been stuck inside and people can't go out and socialize and uh just being able to to see people hang out with people now that here at least in toronto we've been stuck in the cold so you can go outside and do things outside and like patios where people can work and it's good to see the kind of the, the world kind of go back in motion, at least here. I, I I can't speak for some of our listeners all over the world where things are pretty much back to the way it was. Mm. Uh, so we're still stuck in this like weird time frame. I find. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've just been, I've still been doing some, all we do is podcast. Uh, I watched justice league, the Snyder cut. Okay. I know you're trying to catch up on. Yeah. I'm a little mad at myself. What? Um, because I, so I I rented what Batman v Superman. I was trying to find it by other means, and I just couldn't get it to cast and everything. So okay. I was like, oh, it's five bucks. You paid money to watch so Batman versus. Superman. I rented Batman versus Superman, and then after I rented it because I got the Ultimate Edition, I went, ah, I should have just bought it because we're going to be watching it again soon anyway. Right. And then I was like, no, Brayden's not going to watch the extended <laughs> edition. No. So okay, I'll re-rent the other one. <laughs> Um, and then I rented Justice League on Tuesday okay. and didn't finish it. And now my fucking rents ran out. So I'm going to have to rent it again. 
Isn't Justice League on any of the? Not the not the like original one because I want to watch that one first before watching the Snyder. So you got to pay another five bucks to watch the OG Justice yeah. League. Um, <laughs> like no spoilers, but thumbs up, or thumbs down in the middle. Yeah, uh, I, I've kind of mentioned. I, I, I'm. I think I'm in the minority. I'm. I'm kind of over superhero stuff. Like WandaVision didn't do anything for me. I'm gonna check out the Falcon and the Hawk thing. Falcon and the Hawk. That's a different guy. Hawkeye. Falcon and you the think, Hawk. Falcon yeah. and the Hawk sounds lit though. Whatever that would be. What Falcon and the guy from Cobra Kai? <laughs> Falcon and yeah, I think it would be better if it was Hawkeye. Jeremy Renner. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just because like he's weird. I like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like the Justice League, the the OG one a few years ago, didn't do anything for me. It was, wasn't mm. memorable at all. It was just like crazy effects and Batman trying to give Aquaman a job mm. in a special team. Like that's all I remember. And this one is like four hours long. Mm. felt like watching The Irishman again, except they fill you in on so much stuff. So it's like, okay, this is a way better movie. It should have just been this mm. the first time around. Of course, you could cut something out of a four-hour flick. But this version... Still, to me, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm over the crazy big CGI fight scenes and mm. stuff. I, I need a little bit more juice to it. And they kind of tried to do that. Uh, so there's there's bad stuff and there's good stuff. But I definitely re- will remember and like this one better than the one I saw before. Yeah, everything I've heard so far seems pretty positive like, about it. And I'm just, yeah. I'm just curious the idea of just pretty much making a whole new movie, you know, out of the same stuff. I know yeah. there were com- some reshoots and things, yeah. but it's... Like, very rare that this happens. So, just, I'm curious to see the difference. Yeah, and there's, like, there's like some surprises and stuff. There's, obviously, some scenes with Ben Affleck and Jared Leto that kind of is getting people mm. talking. And it's, like, the injustice and, and all that stuff. And timelines. And it seems like all the spider... We just did a review of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Mm. And it feels like Batman's going into his Bat-Verse. And it's, yeah. I everyone's think so. going into Bat-Verses. And so many verses. Yeah, I, I feel like there's just... It's weird, because then there's, uh, like, the Oscars are coming out. And there just wasn't as many, like, big movies this year. We were meant to get, like, so many movies. And movies have been coming out, but I think it's... There's lack of hype, because... Like why it just comes, it just appears on Netflix, you know, like there's no anticipation of anything really. Yeah. Like, like, like so many of these movies are just waiting to be Mm. released. Like so many of these ones, like uh, Morbius is another superhero spinoff thing. The vampire with Jared Jared Leto again there, but there's like Godzilla King Kong is coming. But again, that's a movie I'm like, sure, I'll watch it on thing. And then like, I don't like. It's it's just weird because I I watch some I'm gonna try to watch some of the movies I, I go by Oscars sometimes mm. the Oscars tell me that eight films deserve oh to yeah be nominated. I, like I I always try and watch yeah them. Uh, I just watched one the other day was it uh, Messiah Judas uh, Black Messiah uh, which I thought was 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 really good actually but cool. I want to check out some of the other ones but I, I I feel like I'm not getting that that movie vibe that you get every year and if, it's of course, a shame yeah. yeah it sucks like you miss you take going to a movie for granted almost. yeah like this I mean normally it would be more January February for the Oscars but yeah. I I love that time of year going and trying to see as many as I can in the actual theaters and then catching up at home on some others and yeah. We don't have that. It's just yeah. It's on Netflix. It's so uh, so instead, I just get really stoned and watch Letterkenny, and <laughs> and that's been great. Nice. Good. <laughs> uh, and and uh, I saw that like there's I joked about like the great Kali, but they've there's like all these inductions to this Hall of Fame. Kane, Eric Bischoff, Molly Holly, RVD, RVD. Yeah, <laughs> I 
I made a gaffe on uh, Impact, Deep Impact yesterday because yeah. I misread it and I thought Sabu was inducting Rob Van Dam. And I was thinking that might make me want to watch the whole thing. Wait, I thought that what's what they said. No, what it's just said. Sabu announced on YouTube that oh. Rob Van Damme's getting inducted. Oh. And it was like, ah. Oh. Oh, come on. Yeah, Sabu. Sabu. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I said on, I said yesterday to Andrew, this is the perfect time to actually have Sabu with a live mic because it's going to be taped a whole week before it's even airing. Isn't True, it? okay. Mm. Well, Rob Van Damme back in WWE? Maybe. maybe. NXT. Why not? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kane, Molly Holly. Yeah. What were you going to say? Sorry. I uh, I watched the Randy Orton, Steve right, Austin. Yeah. Have you seen it yet? No, I just, I watched a lot of my wrestling through Twitter these yeah. days. And I watched a few clips from it. I thought it was pretty good. It funny. was great. He called Tomas the Champa short. <laughs> oh, that's that wasn't in the oh. thing they aired. Oh, yeah. He All plays right. like a name thing a name association game and he goes austin goes tomasa champa and randy goes short <laughs> oh that i don't think that was in the oh unless i fell asleep during a bit <laughs> maybe um both i think he's uh one of my favorites now <laughs> because honestly oh, it's, it's it was yeah. interesting because he said uh the thing i i took away from it was michael hayes went up to him like just over a year ago and was like randy you're great but you're never gonna be like in the conversation with rock austin flair cena because you can't do a good enough promo right and randy was like when i was younger i'd have been like fuck you whatever but he's like yeah he was right and he goes i keep hearing you austin in interviews like criticize my promo and stuff and realized i'll never be that and i want to be that and you just think that they talk about him phoning it in for years and he's like yeah i was and now I just, I want to work if I can for another decade. And I want to be one of the greatest because I don't think I am. And he talks about the feud with Edge and how it finally lo- like unlocked a promo in him. Hmm. Um, it was really interesting because for once I always, you kind of think he fell into it and he's never really given a shit. Right. And it's, it kind of sounds like that was true. And now at 40, he's like, fucking love this wrestling thing wrestling and he's great. like i've got no interest in doing movies or anything i'm a pro wrestler and that's what i am hmm. it was i found him really engaging and i i haven't haven't been a randy orton fan for years but the last year he's been doing some really good stuff and now he's with the fiend <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was just like wait a second uh well I don't, last time i saw him he was yeah. dripping motor oil I was no like, i like the stuff with edge i like the stuff with drew yeah uh and yeah his promo game has been way better i mean his feud with soldier boy is uh, absolutely fuck soldier boy <laughs> uh is is randy versus fiend is like what the main event of wrestlemania i don't know if it's main event yeah but it's announced it's got to be some sort of cinema match I uh, yeah, I was saying to Andrew yesterday, I want the like the house that weekend was running through at the Super Bowl, right? And that's the Firefly Fun House. That'd be all right. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. Uh, yeah, I I can't say I'm a big fan of whatever they're doing with the mm. whole Bliss thing. That is some ridiculous looking stuff. He looks the the fiend looks like like one of the orcs from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Or like that, like, there's this Bratz doll meme. He looked like that. Uh, very, <laughs> just just really weird. Uh, just strange. Uh, yeah, that's, I, I, I really like some of the stuff that professional wrestling's coming out with. And it's like, WrestleMania is supposed to be this 
the still be all end all. And it's crazy that they're going to have fans and I'm yeah. like definitely interested in seeing how they, they hit it off and, and hopefully kill it. But like, I really hope people are like stay safe and stuff. And I know again, the States are further than us here, but I, I'd be dying to, to go to a wrestling show mm-hmm. in the near future. But, um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm trying to get excited for WrestleMania is what I'm trying to, like, yeah. I'm trying no, okay. to like, you, you want to get in the spirit. Yeah. I'm like, what else am I doing right now? Yeah. So like, I want to like, get excited so with all that stuff we're doing for wrestlemania week get it's excited like, with us it's like around christmas when you like really haven't given it a thought and then yeah. it's christmas week and it's like fuck it i'm gonna get a tree i'm gonna put some decorations up i'm gonna yeah. try and get in the mood yeah and they, it's that stage i know like i'm gonna throw on an old wrestlemania match it's like that kind of thing oh, you don't want christmas to come but then a week before all of a sudden you hear mariah <laughs> and then like you're like about to have a shower and you're are like, you saying green light is green mariah? light is mariah to yeah. wrestlemania is to Christmas, uh, yeah. but no i know what you mean the, the card i think is starting to look pretty good i'm actually quite excited for quite a few of the matches storytelling as always is wonky yeah i'm really enjoying the brian edge uh ran uh, sorry roman feud really enjoying that uh some other feuds i like the idea of the match but the storytelling hasn't been good like bianca and sasha but overall i'm pretty excited and Bad Bunny. And Bad Bunny. You can't go wrong. That's been great storytelling. <laughs> Bad Bunny, Bunny in the Miz. <laughs> Lay Miz? Lay Miz. Listen to What's Next. Uh, <laughs> listen to What's Next. You you tried to get me cancelled on What's Next this week. Uh, definitely need to listen to us talk about Lay Miz and Bad... No, not Bad Bunny. Do you want me to undo that retweet? No, no, it's great. Okay. It's a good sell for our yeah. Patreon. Yeah. Only five bucks to access every show we've ever done. So go do it. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about. Some Let's NXT. talk about NXT. Let's talk about some NXT from March twenty fourth, two thousand twenty one, and we start off with uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai in the middle of the ring, ready for a matchup against the women's champion Io Shirai, teaming with Zoe Stark. Shirai and Stark had that match. They kind of had a respect angle. And now they're trying to get some revenge here against Raquel and Dakota. They got their matches official. Night one, the main event of Stand and Deliver is EO versus Raquel. Yes. So this is like a lead up match leading into that. I think great idea for the main event. Um, I, I'm really excited for the match. And yeah, the it seems like ratings wise, the women's segments have been doing well. So absolutely main event with the women. Yeah, we just saw Dynamite do it last week mm. in an amazing match we talked about on BD Elite, which was great. I think definitely, I think one of the nights of WrestleMania should be Bianca versus uh, Sasha. I think that would yeah. be a great main event for night one of WrestleMania as well. But I don't know if they've officially said that yet. No. Uh, all I, I'm pretty sure Drew is opening the show. Drew and Lashley. opening the yeah, show? Yeah, he wanted to be the first person out in front of fans because he won the title in front of no one. <laughs> Right, fair, Twice. Dude. like fair, yeah. man, like real. Do so it. I'm pretty sure that match is opening. Okay, so which I th- think is pretty cool. There, uh, yeah. I'll say it then. Book Sasha, Ver- Sasha Bianca Knight main one. event. Yeah, do it. Not? You did. You technically, technically, you did the women's main eventing in 2019. Mm. Why not? You can do it again. I would say I don't think the match is there yet to deserve that. Right, like I think it would be a great match, and I'd like it, but. I, the storytelling's been pretty bad. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's main roster. Yeah. I, I, how many times? <laughs> how many times? I've got to tell y'all. Uh, we we start off though with the women's division here in NXT, which is still top, and I'm super excited for EO versus 
Ra- Raquel, because this is a, a, a match in the making for quite a while here. We start off with Zoe Stark in the ring, who uh, fights out of the corner to Raquel flying out of there. There's like a flying knee, uh, but then Raquel and Kai tag in and out, and they hit the like guiding stomp from Kai and Gonzalez. EO tags in, and there's like the knees to everyone. There's then a go to kick combo, but it's only a two count, which I still think should be one of their their finishers. Like the yeah, this should end the match. Like a assist into the like go to sleep. Should, yeah, it looks crazy. But it, we go to commercial break. When we come back, it's EO who's on fire. Does this crazy roll through standing stomp to Raquel and then does her bullet train knees to both of them in separate corners then the 619 but then Raquel's on the outside and Zoe does this crazy cross body to the outside onto Raquel there's Io who climbs up on the ring post and moonsaults onto Raquel onto the outside which is just crazy genius of the sky but like off the post of it I think was just crazy there's then Zoe Starks who sets up Kai for the 450 there's a miss she gets caught with the Texas tornado bomb but then gets picked up again for a second one from Raquel who then while holding Zoe in midair uses the body of Zoe to like boot out EO off the apron to the outside nails Zoe Stark with this Texas tornado bomb crushing her pins her and Raquel Gonzalez Dakota Kai beat EO and Zoe Stark yeah, I I quite enjoyed the match. I think they're making Raquel look so good um, building up to this match. Th- this is how I feel uh, Bianca and Sasha should have been booked. I think they're doing it perfectly. You're having EO as the dominant champion and you're having this more rookie, if you will, who's just beating everyone and beat- winning convincingly. And now it's leading up to actual tag matches where they're in the same match and she's getting a win over her team. Uh, I, I think they're building this feud up perfectly. And I thought the match was pretty good. Um, Zoe Stark definitely impresses with some stuff. She seems a little like uh, sloppy at times, I think. Um, but I, I definitely see the potential there with her. And they seem to be going pretty strong. Right yeah, now. I mean, they they made a nice little like story here with mm. the respect angle with Io Shirai and stuff like that. So it's like it's, it's helping her gain some status already here in NXT. Uh, I, I thought the match was pretty good, too. I, I love Raquel and Dakota as a tag team. And you know how uh, Io Shirai, to me, just heads and shoulders above like all these other wrestlers in my mind. Like I, I try watching some of the here we are talking about like Randy Orton and this fiend shit. And then I just watched this mm. woman wrestle and I'm like, this person is incredible. My one gripe I have about EO. Yeah. Okay. Is be careful. If you're climbing to the top of the post right. and doing a moonsault to the outside, just look first. <laughs> she's like staring away from Raquel for right. like 15 seconds, just hoping she's still in the same spot. You know why? And it, yeah, I hate when people do that. It's, it just bothers me. It's like when cool guys don't look at explosions. That's what Io Shirai is. But baby. like, if she ate, ate shit, she just look. She did so though. Dumb. She she had a beautiful. Her moonsault is crazy. Uh, I after the match though, this is where the real story mm. happens. It's Io and Raquel who are like doing this like crawling like weird thing. Like they see each other, they stand to their feet, they're face to face. Kai tries to make make a distraction. Raquel ends up booting Io in the face. And then they're on the outside. She Texas tornado bombs her EO onto the announce table. Not through it, but like bounces her off of this. painful. Yeah, ouchie. Uh, lays her out, stands tall uh, in in preparation for her, her title match against EO. But uh, overall, I love the, the match. And I thought the angle at the end, like, how could you do this 
to my Io Shirai. Yeah, I, I think they're doing everything right yeah. with this feud. I'm I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah, I I I, I think we all could agree that we couldn't wait for this match but now that we get to see it it's like my two favorites in this division in this show are going to have a match and their main event night one so can't wait for this but great great little opener here we go to some secret cam footage not secret i guess it's just footage of a store a, a gym it says security footage but the whole thing has sound and i'm pretty sure it's illegal to record audio without consent or something you can't have audio on, on security footage. Right. Okay. Well, then, like, how did they get audio? Yeah, I don't know. Whose gym is this? They need to be looking into this. Yeah. We need to be careful. Exactly. If the NXT roster hangs out here, they need to be careful what they say <laughs> if they're always being oh, recorded. God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is Kyle. It's supposed to be like Kyle's training gym. I think gym. it's his gym. Yeah. Kyle's like, I hang around Bobby Fish. I need to have <laughs> sure I have recordings of everything. <laughs> So, Kyle O'Reilly's in this gym sparring with the boys, and in comes Adam Cole, who walks into the store. There's even little bells on the door, you know, like a little like jingle when you walk into a yeah. store. And he's like, hey, Kyle, says Adam, you son of a bitch. And he just goes right after him. They start to fight. They brawl. And then all these guys in the in the gym here, like, separate them and pull them apart. And... They're like, this is what happened yesterday or earlier today or whatever. So later tonight, Kyle and Cole will have a face-to-face contract signing later tonight. With consequences. With consequences. Yes. Creed. Um, I, I like doing things that are slightly different. Uh, I thought the security footage, uh, I didn't think it needed the sound. I think it would have looked cooler if it was even more of a shitty video, you know? Like, this happened and made it feel a bit TMZ. more legit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but th- this was okay, yeah. Uh, it, it's fine. I feel like they're they're trying to get over that these guys just keep fighting everywhere yeah. that's, that's not in NXT because they truly hate each other. Mm. Where I'm like, all right, like... Uh, it, Ky- Kyle does post that he's, like, sparring on his, his Instagram and yeah. socials. So they are trying to play in, like, this is where he is all the time. It just feels a bit... I mean, because it is staged, but yeah, 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 it feels like they're playing roles right now. I, I'm not actually feeling the hatred. Yeah, it isn't until later tonight. I think I'm finally mm. like, okay, it's yeah, clicking, you, yeah, yeah, you're making it work. So we'll see more of these two later. In fact, we see Kyle O'Reilly who shows up, but he has security. Both guys are have a heavy security force because William Regal has made sure that they have to have this. Kyle still rocking the vest. Vest Kyle. Kyle's the vest. And he's now not wearing a Metallica shirt, but it's a Joy Division shirt. So I'm, I'm, I, I like Kyle's sense of music. I, I see what he posts. I, I hate this You look. just don't like I the vest. I hate this look. I know we've talked Especially about... Especially now he's done his hair as well. It's... Yeah. He kind of looks like the coach from Ted Lasso. Not Ted, but like his buddy. The other one? Uh, he kind of looks yeah, like... Yeah, a little... Him. Yeah, ginger beards. We us ginger beards gotta stick together. But uh, I I I like the look. I think it's all right. Uh, so he's still finding his footing. He's just used to wearing undisputed era gear his yeah. whole time, and now he's been taken away. He could be doing worse. Realist kayfabe wise, he's like, what do I wear now? So he just Not wears this. Yeah, he wears band shirts. <laughs> he wears band shirts. He just really likes Joy Division. So uh, <laughs> he's interrupted by Roderick Strong. Roddy says, "Hey." Kyle, we need to team up and kick Adam's ass. Kyle says, look, Roddy, I appreciate that, but there is no more us. This is between me and him. And Roddy just feels like he just got his heart. Roddy just like feels like he got dumped. 
mm. right here from like Roddy. It's like he had, I don't know, a different, a whole different relationship with, with Cole and, and thing. And now everyone's just left him and now he's alone and he's just like, Oh yeah. Again, this, this to me, just the performances weren't strong enough for me. Right. That where it felt like I was watching Roddy and Carl do a little play. It's a soap opera here. Yeah. This was very soap opera. And <laughs> Rod- Roddy, yeah. Uh, he just glares I at I love him. Roddy, but there's an awkwardness to him Hell at yeah. times. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel for the character of Roddy. I just didn't think he conveyed it too well. Yeah, I, I oh, that's right. A lot of people are, think that yeah. way about Roddy. But Roddy just stares at him, stares a, like a hole through him. Five Frank makes a point, though. Sweet Mike Tyson jacket. It was. On Roddy. Yeah, it was a nice yeah. Mike Tyson jacket. They all raided their wardrobe like, what else do I have in here? I've just well, got black know. and yellow. Everything. All I wear is Undisputed Era. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what oh, else I, I own. All right, I forgot I had this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so Roddy just says, well, you know what? The both of you can go to hell. And Roddy walks off. He's mad. He just he's left out. The boys are the boys are gone. The boys are no more. And Bobby still has not shown up or said anything. Or maybe Bobby shows up at Takeover and helps Cole beat him. Maybe. Oh my god, that'd be heartbreaking. Yeah, that would be bad. Mm. Damn. I don't think Cole. I don't think Fish is coming anywhere in your. Uh... <laughs> I don't know because he was out with an injury, right? Yeah. Um, it's okay. been a while, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well. We go to L.A. Knight. Yeah. He says, tonight is the night. Bronson Reed invaded my personal space and my personal property. So, Bronny, I'm going to show you whose game it is. L.A. Knight. The ruler's here. And that's a fact of life. So, he's going to face Bronson Reed a little later on. In his debut, he's finally debuting. Here he t- had a match last oh, week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was so memorable. We go to one of the Cruiserweight champions, Jordan Devlin. He says, uh, I don't know why I'm here. A lot of people then ask themselves that question about him, too. Mm. He says, hey, big ups to Kushida. I'm challenging him here tonight. Um, he, 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 he basically n- n- names all these things like there's a wrestler in a match tonight who's f- who made his name for himself all over the world, traveled everywhere, a legend in Japan. And then there's Kushida. So he's referring to himself. Mm. So he's kind of being cheeky still. Kushida, unfortunately, you're in the wrong place, wrong time. And we're going to make an example out of you. So Kushida versus Devlin later tonight. Um, yeah. Yeah. So then we go to Bronson Reed versus LA Knight. And Bronson is sporting a, like a haircut. I could be wrong, but he looks in Yeah, fresh. I think, yeah, he's like shaved fresh. the sides a bit. And, yeah, yeah, he looks sick. Great look. I'm I'm loving Bronson's look. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I I I'm glad he got rid of the dinosaur on his shoulder. And yeah. I think he looks serious. And now. one of the coolest entrances. Hands and down. one of the best newer themes too. Yeah, yeah. Especially they should they need to kind of push him, especially with the whole Godzilla King Kong thing coming out. That's this is his they should get him like they should put ads with yeah. this. Like they should Why not? Go, like work some sort of deal out here. Wrestling fans like that kind of stuff and his character is literally trying to be that, so it would make sense like clips or something or who knows he should be the guy doing it because he looks like that it looks great so he's pissed at la Knight, and la Knight decides to piss him off even more uh, they mention that he bronson reed ripped the gucci jacket of la Knight, so this is why he's so mad yeah and they were giving barrett some shit on commentary because he i think he called it gucci and they were like last week you said it was armani <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, would you would you get a? Would you think there was Gucci or Armani? No, no. Looked know. like seamstress. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like Halloween party store. Yeah, PVC. But still look. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's wrestling gear. It's okay, but it's ripped to shreds. So uh, we have Reed who beats down on LA Knight and hits this counter where he like power slams him almost like the tour of the islands move there uh ellie knight then comes back with some strikes and then a flying shoulder block into the ring they go to commercial but when we come back there's this like running knee lift from uh la knight here which looked pretty good and then like an assist neck breaker from the ropes uh there's then bronson who comes back with a single hand spine buster just crushing him goes up top but drake sorry eli drake la knight runs up the turnbuckle kind of like kurt angle here but instead gets shoved off and reed hits him with the tsunami splash off the top rope the thick boy beats la knight here in a surprise uh victory i'd say upset it was an upset. Obviously, LA Knight's only just started, but I thought this was absolutely the right move. 100%. Um, I don't think we'll see LA Knight in NXT too long, to be honest. I th- he feels just like a a main roster guy, a Raw or SmackDown mm-hmm. guy. Uh, it's the promo. The promo is this guy's selling point. Um, I haven't seen a great deal of him at all. He hasn't really done much for me yet. Um, maybe he can show off a bit more. But this match was predominantly about Bronson Reed. This was showcasing Bronson Reed's talents. And I don't think it really hurts LA Knight at all because he can just talk his way out of it next week. Yeah, he can just talk and talk and whatever. I, I actually re- really happy to see Bronson Reed mm. get this win here. I think there's more in this guy that he's been being used as. And there were these guys went at it as well. There was some nice kind of stiff shots from both guys um, and a huge slap from Reed early on, which thought looked pretty cool. See no evil in the chat says Bronson versus Walter could be the Godzilla versus King Kong of NXT. Ooh. Yeah, that sounds yeah. Like, that needs to happen down the line. Pretty yeah, quick. absolutely. Yeah, book it. There you go. Sponsored by the movie. And yes. You, there you, that's, that's it. I would love to see that. We go to William Regal, who has an announcement. Yes, you heard this week about the shoulder injury to tag team champion Danny Birch. And, well, he, he's out like six months. Mm. Soldier, so, shoulder here. So the titles have been vacated. Tag team titles are now going to be on the line. We will crown new champions. Night one of TakeOver will be the Grizzled Young Vets. Versus MSK versus Legato Del Fantasma. It's all the three initial teams. <laughs> yeah. GYV, LDF, MSK. The winner is the king of I, that. I'm perfectly fine with this match, um, but I feel there should have been some explanation that um, Oni was given the opportunity to find another partner, but he said he didn't want to go on without Danny or something like that because you then just see your tag champ getting murdered later, like your former tag champ having had to vacate it. I just feel it's a bit shitty because this guy was probably gearing up to have a takeover match. And now he's being just killed by Karrion Cross. Yeah, it's weird. So you could have had Pete sub in, but obviously Pete's got something going on, so they couldn't do that. But like, I don't just know. find anyone like they could have gone find anyone on the roster to tag with you or something or or just explain it that he doesn't want to go on without danny something but just explain just it. completely being oh well it's vacated so we're going to ignore his mate like he could have called pat and go to these guys yeah we could i think ca- there could have been some sort of line to explain it but i yeah. just feel bad for oni to be honest 
And he's like, ha, my friend's gone. Pat's gone. Pete's busy. I'm just going to be a baby face. Guess again. I'm a baby face now. <laughs> <laughs> start tweeting in all caps again. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the match at TakeOver Night 1. GYV, MSK, LDF. Yeah. Uh, I think MSK need to get the I rocket think, back on. I think so. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. We get a cricket wireless video for Walter, who is in a match later tonight against Drake Maverick. Yes. <laughs> um, we go to our next match, which is Oni Lorkin, former tag team champ, going up against the number one contender for the NXT title, Karrion Cross. Fall and pray. We get the epic entrance with him and Scarlet here. Uh, well, Oni's pretty mad at Karrion Cross because, hey, bud, you injured my buddy. Therefore, I, he had to vanquish the title, which I was also a champion. And now I'm just like lost in the du- in the wind here. So I have to fight you to prove that. I'm still here. And, well, unfortunately, Karrion Cross doesn't care and just, just decides to beat the hell out of him. Oni tries to fight back. A single running leg drop. There's a commercial, but when we come back, it's Cross who's, like, hitting him with clotheslines, turning him inside out. There's more clotheslines in the corner. Then he just screams at him. <laughs> it's always a good move. Just, ah, ah! That'll show you. There's an exploder suplex out the corner, and then he, like, continues to talk shit about him. I'm pretty sure he's like, yeah, I hurt your friend. What are you going to do mm-hmm. about it? I'm like, huh? So? Yeah, fall and pray. Um, then Lorkin comes back with these like running uppercuts. He sets him up for the blockbuster, but Cross moves out of the way, boots him in the face. Saito doomsday suplex. Then the hidden cross, as I'm calling it, the hidden blade, the <laughs> the rolling elbow. Uh, yeah, best one he's done, but uh, <laughs> still still not as cool as the hidden blade. But uh, hits him, pins Oni, just like that. Uh, I think this is one of Karrion Cross's best matches. Uh, I give a lot of that to Oni Lorcan. I think he's just so good at being relentless, uh, just running around the place, throwing those uppercuts. You see after the match that Karrion Cross has just welts on his neck, yeah. on his chest. I thought they had a pretty like fun, hard-hitting match. Pretty here. solid. Like they yeah, were killing, yeah, I, killing I each think other. this is more what I want to see from Cross. Maybe a bit... Give a give away a bit more offense, but just have a bit more of a brawl. Because um, I, I found this one of his more entertaining matches. Yeah, it was more hard hitting. He needs to. He kind of needs to prove that. We've been making fun of that move because it just looks kind of weak. Mm. But here, only make maybe it's the person who's taking it, or yeah, maybe the way, maybe something that works that way. But uh, well, Cross. It almost looks like he's bleeding. Some of the lighting for Cross and Scarlet is kind of weird sometimes for me. It's like it makes the different things show up that you wouldn't see normally yeah. with normal lights. Kind of strange. But Cross is standing there with Scarlet. And he says that he would like to address the actions of Mr. Balor. Well, your actions had malice and intention, and I appreciate that. I realize I was giving respect to a man who didn't appreciate it. You didn't deserve it. You're a champion, but when I hold your little neck in my hand, it feels like anybody else's. This is where Finn Balor, the chimp, comes out. He says, you took your shot, but the prince is still standing. And he just walks over Oni Larkin, who's just laying there. Again, this is the guy who was a tag champion a week ago. A day, a few days And ago. just had to give up his title. And now he's just fucking Trash. lying in the fucking street gutter. We love you, Oni. We're, yeah, you, know, we, you deserve better, Oni. Deserve better, Oni. Come on up next Mania instead. We'll have a match for you. <laughs> Don't shout at we'll us. We'll get you on the card. <laughs> Might be a multi-man, but we'll get you on the card. <laughs> Bring your dad, too. Is it his daddy always like? I think so, yeah. <laughs> Finn Balor says, look... Uh, what you've done, you've showed me, Cross, your weakness. When a man is young, he fights with emotion. It's uncontrollable. Some people call it demons. But 
it was just emotion. That's what I fought with until I control it. And now I can control myself. I can be cold. I can be untouchable. You still fight with emotion. Everything you do is a reaction. You're sloppy. In those moments, it makes you vulnerable. And at TakeOver, I'm going to push you to the point where, one, uh, you surprise everyone and master your emotions, or two, and this is what's going to happen. I'm going to drag you into the cold, dark water, and I'm going to drown you. <laughs> this guy's so intense. He's so intense. So intense. Holy. Uh, this was great. I actually... I, he mentioned demons earlier on yeah, and did. talking about obviously demons is a word especially they use in WWE to talk about kind of your past and your drug problems your and demons. stuff like that but here obviously it's kind of alluding to his face paint and tassels aids <laughs> um, but I kind of liked how it married his whole character together because he's going like when I couldn't control my emotions I'd become the demon Right now I can control them and I'm this cold killer. And we've seen it. Like, he wrestles differently now. He yeah. wrestles with such more of an edge. Uh, I actually really like this promo. Oh, 100%. Finn is really coming to his own on the promo. We, I feel like a broken record. We say it every week, mm-hmm. how he's just this completely different person than ever before we've seen him. Even in his, like, Japan days, he didn't have this, like, intensity and edge about him. Even when he was in, like, the bullet club back in the mm. day like he didn't have that that killer style and and cutting promos here i think he sounds so believable in a badass role yeah it it makes me i think this was actually a great idea having only lorcan facing cross tonight because i think finn's gonna bring that that hard hitting style like finn's not afraid to punch you in the face and i think that's the kind of match we need from cross here as well i think it's gonna be a great brawl well, he's, he said, "Yeah, I'm gonna, gonna drown I'm you, gonna fucking drown you, yeah, I'm gonna drown you at stand and deliver." But this one is sanctioned. This is a, <laughs> <laughs> can't drown. You can't stand and deliver if you're underwater. Well, that's the main event uh, for night two, I believe, which is Balor versus Cross. Night two on the Thursday takeover, we go to William Regal, who's talking about. Uh, Takeover and the North American Championship. And he says that there's going to be next week a 12 man. Yeah, that's weird. 12 people. Mm. 12 men in a battle royal. And the final six will then qualify to be in a championship gauntlet eliminator thing. And that'll be their entry order and that. And then there'll be two guys and there'll be pinfalls and there'll be submission and the winners face a takeover. You ever had a dream where you... (laughs) You laugh. You realise this is what we do. Yeah, I know. This is exactly what we do when we play 2K. Yeah. We do a rumble. The final six people of the rumble, we put in an elimination chamber in the order of those eliminations. Oh my God, we do. And the winner goes to face the champion. All right. I don't know why you didn't understand it. This is what we've been doing. Who's been listening to (laughs) our talk about... Is Gabe listening or something? Shawn Michaels listening? No, this... I. This sounds confusing, but basically a battle royal next week, the final six will be in the gauntlet eliminator, which we've seen them do in NXT before. That's night one. Right. So like a six man gauntlet night one. Uh, and then the, the winner, winner faces Gargano the next night. night. Two. Yes. So yes. Yeah, so six guys will be in the match on Takeover. Yeah. And the winner of that, and it's like elimination chamber, as in it's not a gauntlet. Once you've pinned someone, 
the next person comes, it's every few minutes right. someone else went to the match. It's a chamber without a chamber. Without chamber, yeah, exactly. Which is exactly what we do in the video game. Yeah. Now that when we, we play 2K, that's one of the matches we Yeah. Do. That's crazy. That's so funny. Someone's <laughs> just, the first to Fatal 4-Way, yeah. it, we just did a title unification. Yeah. We were, we're ahead of this. Yeah, Someone's yeah. listening. It's you, Gabe, isn't it? I know it's you. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> Someone, we got a mole. Yeah. We got a mole in that next. <laughs> giving all our secrets away. Yeah. Well, that's... I'm glad you explained it to me like I'm five because I couldn't understand the way... No, he, I, he I'm with it, you. It, it, it was sounded the way he so started. confusing. Yeah. I, I, look, we love William Regal. We have William Regal's isms on uh, what's mm. next, but he did not make this clear to me. It was the, the later time when Johnny comes in later that I was like, oh, okay, why didn't you just say it like yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. It was just weird. So, yeah. We go to Kushida who has, uh, speaks in Japanese in his promo, but it's got subtitles, who says that he accepts your open challenge to Devlin tonight and says that I'll, I'll show you that I'm, you know, I'm not some sleeper hit, essentially. Um, and then he says a line that definitely stands out here. Kushida says, I am the best technical wrestler in the world, in NXT, everywhere. So, clearly tying into this idea that we kind of had about Pete Dunne, who's mm. recently been like, I'm the best technical wrestler. No, I'm the best technical yeah. wrestler. Well, these two are both in this 12-man match next week in the Battle Royal. So hopefully uh, they get in some sort of dance where they... Yeah, so I kind of see them not being in the final six. Yeah. And yeah maybe a whole cross arm bar spot over the top rope that eliminates them Ooh. both or something and maybe that's a night two kind of undercard match i think just a takeover match one yeah. on one pete dunn versus kushida just please that's what i think yeah, yeah please just give me that match call it the best technical wrestling match ever ever <laughs> ever yeah sounds great so kushida versus devon later we have a clip that says from yesterday where it's Drake Maverick in the like PC locker room area being bullied by Imperium. These guys are just so mean walking around. And then Walter comes in and just being just a bully. These guys are just meanies, which sets up this next match. Walter here in NXT, not UK, but the NXT UK champion. Walter goes one-on-one -on -one against Drake Maverick. We kind of said uh, before this match happened, imagine it was the Drake Maverick in that storyline. Yeah, I met, if this was a year ago and it was Drake Maverick fighting for his job and he had to take on Volta and they were given 20 minutes, <laughs> this could be a fucking classic. But it's 2021 and Walter attacks Drake Maverick, <laughs> power bombs him like a pancake to the mat, puts him in a single leg crab, bending him over, and the ref just goes, "It's ah, this is over. Yeah. <laughs> you give you give up." You know, I I thought this was perfect. I love Drake Maverick. I think everyone loves Drake Maverick, but no one really needs to like no one's worried about Drake Ma Maverick being buried here or right. whatever it's drake it's fine like volta can kill him in 10 seconds and his position is going to be exactly the same yeah like and we still love him yeah. we don't care if he wins or loses Shut up, drake and Maverick. yeah so i thought this was perfect i think he's the right guy to do this kind of squash with uh and just make volta look like this big bully it was great so mean. loved it after this match it looks like they're gonna beat him up even more but Champa's music hits. Yes, the stare down we've been waiting for. Tomasa Champa comes down wearing a Timothy Thatcher t-shirt. School yes. of uh, Thatch can. Champa says, Walter, 
Last week I said you intrigued me. Well, I misspoke. That intrigues me as he points to the NXT UK Championship. He says, I want it. And Walter's like, no, no, no. I don't got time for this. He goes, boys, let's go. So Champa slaps Walter across the face, which then he attacks him. The boys of Imperium beat down on him. They rip off the Thatcher shirt into pieces. They're like, ah, screw Thatcher. And then Walter grabs Champa's necklace, which I'm, I could be wrong. Is this something to do with his, his daughter, his family? Maybe. I believe I in that. Yeah. Probably, he wears it all the time. Unless so Thatcher gave so. it to him. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So he, no, he's worn it for a long time. Yeah. This, it's probably right. This felt like some, every movie you watch where it's like the, the bad guy like turns and then grabs the necklace and then just pulls Yanks it. it off. Yeah. The beats rips, go yeah. rolling down the floor. It's Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne and Martha. Bruce Wayne's mom. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have you seen those pearls? Uh, so Walter rips it off him and ch- this freaks him out. He's like trying to get at Walter. He's trying to grab it. Uh, he, he beats at him, but then ch- Walter just chops him down, oh. levels him out. It's like a gunshot. And then he goes, you know what? I'll see you at takeover. So Walter Champa, night two, of takeover stand and deliver uk title love it holy this is great i i also just loved this was kind of like uh and in a, in a good way kind of like raw on monday where it's right wrestlemania is coming up and these these wrestlers are coming out and they just they want a big match at wrestlemania so i'm just going to challenge you to a match at wrestlemania and they're like yeah it's the biggest night of the year i'm i'm shooting my shot and that's, I think it makes the event feel kind of bigger, where it's, it's Champ is coming out and it, it makes TakeOver Stand and Deliver feel big because he's like, I want to be on that card, so I want to fa- face you for that. Uh, I, I said night two, but in fact, it's night one. Thanks, uh, Twitch chat there. But yeah, so this is now officially added to night one. Can't wait. Champa, Walter, UK title on the line. This is kind of a dream match, yeah. uh, realistically. Uh, I noticed, I said earlier, uh, just looking at Io Shirai sometimes, I'm like, wow, you're like this like next level superstar sometimes when you, I see you standing next to certain wrestlers. Walter gives me that same vibe. I'm like, this guy looks like he should be the it guy in wrestling right now. Look at the, the way he... He he's so believable. I just mentioned it. It reminded me of like a, a movie. Like he him and his boys. He's the leader, the king. He's kingpin. Yeah. He he's such a bully and runs everything. But then when it comes down to it, he's scary as hell. I think he's definitely got that aura. Um, yeah, exactly. In, That's in the exactly NXT it. world, um, just ignore that survivors. Never series. happened. Never happened. Forget about within it. the NXT world of NXT NXT UK and all that. He's yeah. He's definitely this kind of big big boss. he stands out to me he stands yeah he stands out he's as final boss uh so i'm super excited this is for free this match mm. this is gonna be on night one that's crazy yes just for just remember like this airs on wednesday night and it's it's a pay-per-view level card honestly uh, i wonder about commercials because i can see myself being really mad yeah if I they know. go to commercials during these matches or at least i hope when it goes on the network it's the whole thing you know or peacock or whatever yeah, yeah. what's a peacock yeah pete dunn has an insert video here. He says, next week, I'm in this battle royal for the North American title, and I'm going to show the whole locker room, and I'm going to dominate. Dominate. And I'm the best technical wrestler. So <laughs> this is clearly just like, hey, I heard what you said, Kushida, and I'm going to make sure yeah. I beat you up. Uh, so we also see Robert Stone and Aaliyah backstage talking to Mercedes Martinez. 
Uh, and there's no Jesse Kamea. And Robert Stone says, Kamea got injured in training, therefore can't wrestle tonight. And we had our tag team title match against Shotzi and Ember. So Mercedes, like, you remember Robert Stone brand? Do you want to maybe, uh, Mercedes says, you got to pay me. So he's like, all right. So he gives her an envelope. She opens it up. She goes, well, where's the rest of it? She goes, you give me this now and the rest later. And he's like, I guess I got to find some more money. And that's she, she's going to take the spot. Meanwhile, only Lorcan's in the background going, what? <laughs> Kamea gets injured and they still get a title shot? Regal <laughs> and needs I can't to sort even defend my title? Regal needs to sort, sort some things out here. Yeah, they're just... Mercedes had tried out Retribution, didn't work out. So they're going, let's just go back nine months and put you back with Aaliyah. Oh, uh, is is the rumors true? Is it fi- they finally, finally were like, hey, Retribution's done. Yeah. So what happened? Uh, they just, they fell out. <laughs> that feels like how Mason, it- T-Man, chokeslammed Mr. Farali. I am not a vindictive person. Mm. Like, I'm not. It's just how I am. Uh, and, uh, but, however, I look at people differently when they said they liked Retribution. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone say that? John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> He he poured a, he poured a bottle out when Retribution <laughs> disbanded last last week. Uh, was that at the pay per view? Was this it was pre- that on the pre show. Yeah, of course it fucking was. <laughs> I'm taking that like that is some of the worst shit I've ever seen in wrestling, and I still think it's a rib. I'm yeah. still thinking they're gonna be like, I need a two four special, two four twenty four special. On it's that. just a massive retcon. It's yeah, it's Coochie. <laughs> like he's going, they're going to the moon, and just me, Yim, and. Dominic Dijakovic will show up back in NXT as if nothing happened. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, they should do the whole Dallas thing where it's the sh- yeah, gets out of the way. I think that's what they're doing. <laughs> the shower. And, and I think everyone's going to be fine with it. I think we'll, it, for once the audience will be in on the joke because I think we genuinely like Dijak and Mia Yim. So it's just, yeah, we're starting over. Just forget all <laughs> just about forget, it. Forget, never happened. We're like, okay, all right. Dream matches, Nightmare <laughs> Collective versus <laughs> Retribution. <laughs> Sino's in the chat right now, and he's he's mad that I said that. He says he still supports Retribution. Right. He still thinks they're together, I think. I'm yeah. not sure. I'm glad that I got that out of the way. I wasn't sure. I thought it was fake news that they split up. We go to a video for Shotzi Blackheart, who, who, who uh, says she's a badass and that she's had one hell of a year. And it, it only got better now because she's a tag team champion here in NXT. So her match later tonight. Johnny Gargano backstage. He's pissed off. He goes into Regal's office and says, hey, what's going on? And Regal says, whoa, do you wear that title everywhere you go? And Johnny says, yeah, I'm the champ. Again, Regal, you slipping. Mm. What's going on? Yeah, he's, he's your champion. Of course he's going to wear it everywhere. Yeah. Do you not know what wrestling yeah. is? Regal's office also looked like it was put together this week. It didn't look oh, the same. Yeah, they made a joke about it. What did they say? When Johnny leaves, yeah. he goes, and I'm not even going to open the slam the door because I think it was just an open <laughs> shot. Like they kind of like how set they just like cornered it in a room and put up a curtain. It's really and weird. pretend it was in a room, so there was no door for Johnny. He did to open. Slam. A, he did open a door. I thought though. I think he did. I thought he opened a door. I don't know. I it looked know. it looked weird. I don't know. I know he still had his brass knucks, but it just looked yeah. weird. It looked off. Uh, and I know that you don't have his full cell office or PC office, but like it just looks strange. Mm. Uh, so Johnny's mad. He says, Regal, what are you, cuckoo bananas? 
Why did you book this match? I don't. I don't need to. Like, I'm supposed to know who I'm fighting so I can study and watch their tapes. But now I'm, I'm going to only have 24 hour notice because night one and night two. Like, how am I going to know? And he just storms out and walks off. So Regal's just like buzz off. I love how Regal's just the headmaster of NXT, isn't it? Everyone's just a kid, and he's like, "Well, then, I guess you'll have to study them all." <laughs> watch all toy <laughs> well wouldn't you wait till you know who the six were and yeah and you like well i i don't know if you want to just be prepared be prepared yeah. we see our next match which is the women's tag team championship on the line sorry i just wanted to say it did feel in this segment that gargano was told we weren't clear enough go and spell it out <laughs> spell out what's yeah, happening yeah yeah because it's after this bit where you go oh, yeah. okay right I got right it. sorry yeah that's true <laughs> johnny basically spells it out for you he explains it like i'm five he's like so and we then- found you a minute of time go there johnny explain the match again johnny explain what's happening and to be clear it's night one is this is this eliminator match and night two i'm wrestling so mr regal mr regal you're cuckoo bananas you mean to tell me that next week there's a 12-man battle royal and then the six people in that are in the eliminator and then it's like yeah that's exactly it johnny thank you thank you and then i have to face the winner of that on night two god damn it thank you for explaining this but yeah thank you johnny Women's tag team titles. <laughs> Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart, the champs, putting the titles on the line against Robert Stonebrand's Aaliyah and Mercedes Martinez, who's filling in here. Uh, we get Ember Moon, who's in here. It hits this early on, hits this like almost like a side Russian leg sweep, almost like Jeff Jarrett, the stroke type move there. Uh, Shotzi hits a flying Luthaz press off the top row for a near fall. Robert Stone, of course, gets involved on the apron. He throws his shoe, and of course, Beth says... Who throws a shoe? She loves she loves Austin Powers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh there's then like this weird backbreaker type move, wasteland. What was this? It kind of looked weird. Uh, I think Yeah, I think she was maybe going for a this Mercedes going for a backbreaker and Shotzi just fell too far, so it kind of looked like a bad wasteland. I don't know, it was just messy. Yeah. Uh kind of strange. Uh but the match continues. There's then Robert Stonebrand's team, who who have the offense, they're beating down on Ember. They hit this wheelbarrow, like, RKO double-team move, which looked pretty good. We've seen Aaliyah do it before with Kamea, I think. There's then Ember, who fires back this huge pop-up powerbomb on Aaliyah, and, which looked crazy. Uh, and then it sets up the Eclipse from Ember, kind of. She kind of hits the Eclipse. Aaliyah sold this really well the other week, I think. Right. And here it looked like... You could see her just standing, waiting for it, looking up. And I think she tried to do her kind of sell from the other week, and it just didn't work. Yeah, it looked weird. It She she missed it. Mm. It reminded me of Alistair Black and Lars Sullivan. Not quite as bad. There was at <laughs> least contact here. I heard he's going to be... He's trying to go bare-knuckle boxing with Paige Van Zandt, that whole... Alistair Black? That MMA organization. The, the, uh, no. <laughs> Lars. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, he's training to fight. Okay. MMA fight. Future watch along. Cool. <laughs> he should do that slap fighting thing instead. Yeah, I want to see him get slapped. Yeah. There's a few people I should play that. <laughs> <laughs> we go. So so yeah. So the, the the champs win this match. They retain the titles here against. I didn't think this was. Very yeah, good. it felt very. Um, this was very sloppy. I thought timing was off a lot from all of them. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, this wasn't great. Yeah, I didn't really like this uh, too much, but um, the champs win, and I think they'll they'll have a match on Takeover at one of the nights as well. Uh, but we'll get to that later. We go backstage. It's 
Roderick Strong who's packing his bag. He's he's had a rough night. Mm. But he's interrupted by Cameron Grimes, who's looking fly as hell. He says, "Hey, it's uh, it's a real shame Undisputed Era have to to end this way. It's 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 sad." And but Roddy, it it, it doesn't because I could buy the intellectual property of Undisputed Era, and then I could make my own Undisputed Era with you, and we could we could take it to new heights. We could call it Cameron Grimes and Undisputed Era. No, that doesn't sound right. So Cameron Grimes to the and Roddy just decks him, beats him up, and walks off. Cameron Grimes was like, ah. Cameron Grimes is great, isn't he? Yeah. I love I love <laughs> He's Cameron. just so entertaining. Imagine Cameron Grimes does come out start coming out with Undisputed Era stuff because he's like, <laughs> I bought it. It was it was cheap. <laughs> oh, he should. He should. If for a little feud with Roddy. Because yeah. I, I think they're building all these mini feuds for the Battle Royal. Yeah. And I guess the six that are going to be on night one, they want little stories. So. I'm confused. They said Roddy versus Grimes is next week. Yeah. But they're also in the Battle Royal? The Battle Royal's in two weeks. Oh, my bad. I okay, think. Okay. And then night one is the gauntlet, I think. Oh, okay. Um, But yeah, I, I enjoy this. I do worry for Roddy. I do think he could get lost in the shuffle, but it's nice to see that they're, they're not forgetting him yet. Right. Yeah. At least they're giving him some feuds. That sounds exactly. like a great match. Yeah. Could be great. Week. Yeah. Roddy versus Grimes next week to the moon. I would like Grimes to beat him and then still be like, hey. I'll, I have money. Be mm. with me. And Roddy's like, yeah, fuck it. All right. Yeah. I, I want that. I want to see that. Uh, Can we get matching Tyson jackets? And then Grimes in the Battle Royal says, get out of the ring and pays him off. So Roddy eliminates himself. Mm. I don't know. Something for Roddy. Anything for Roddy. Yeah. Justice for Roddy. Justice for Roddy. Don't leave Roddy out of this this sad love triangle at Undisputed Arrow. He's just the bastard stepchild just left. Could, who do you see winning, like going on to face Johnny? Yeah, out of this- I could see Roddy. Roddy versus Johnny sounds mm-hmm. crazy. Uh, like a baby face Roddy. Bronson Reed. Yeah. Um Yeah, I'm not sure. Obviously we saw Kushida Johnny already, so that doesn't I want to see Kushida Pete Dunn more I so. I think we're but- getting that, yeah. Yeah. We go to uh well we get some announcements for uh our takeovers as well as all the matches, but we kind of already uh describe them to you like the uk title match and all that stuff uh but it's time for kind of our main event because there's a match and then there's like the the contract signing later but we go to cruiserweight champion one of them jordan devlin taking on kushida one-on-one here um there's right away they go at it and devlin early on hits this uranagi and then a standing moonsault kushida kicks out and hits a cartwheel dropkick taking him out, and then does this, like, leg-twisting arm-wrench move, which is just crazy. Uh, looked nuts. Uh, there's then this crazy counter where they're, like, Jordan is hits, like, his face. He's, like, flying at him here. Just looked nuts. There's this... While Kushida is running inside and outside of the ropes, he counters Jordan by going back outside of the ring, but Jordan outsmarts him and then quick hits this, like, acai moonsault onto him. Oh, yeah. This great. guy gets crazy air uh, in mid. Like, he, he, yeah, this was a beautiful moonsault. We go to commercial break. When we come back, there's a back handspring from Kushida, the baseball punch, and then a PK to the arm. Starts to work the arm there. But Devlin comes back with this, like, into the ring springboard cutter. And then he goes up top. But as he's up there, Legado del Fantasma, Santos Escobar, standing on the entrance ramp here. 
kind of distracting him. Kushida Liger kicks him and then hits him with a superplex into like they right away lift him back up into another move into one of the most beautiful things <clears throat> I would. This is a finisher in another universe. A suplex. It, it was Seth Rollins' uh, yeah. superplex into the Falcon Arrow immediately into the cross arm breaker. Looked awesome. Chef's kiss, yeah, Kushida. So Chef's good. kiss here. Kushida is fucking mint. This is amazing. A Falcon Arrow into the cross arm breaker mm. is a finisher. Like, it's so clean. This guy is the best technical wrestler. Just crazy. Devlin is in this cross arm breaker, just squirming out of this. But he gets his foot on the rope, so the ref calls the rope break. Uh, while the ref's like pulling Kushida off of him, Legado del Fantasma pulled Devlin out of the ring, but then he's, he stands off with them, realizes one way is Santos and one way is Legado. He runs back into the ring, which then Kushida does the, the running like rollover, like handspring liger kick thing, sending Legado del Fantasma off the apron to the outside. Devlin manages to catch Kushida with this distraction into what I still call the Zack Sabre Jr. pin, but the European clutch Mm -hmm. style bending over bridging pin and Devlin pins Kushida. Kushida right away is pissed and attacks Legado del Fantasma. Uh, But there's more after this, after the match. But uh, I I thought this was a really good match. Kushida, I think is so uh, like, technical and makes everything look so like real like mm. his his style is not like of these these like i'm not trying to shit on someone but like but la night he comes out he does this like real old school style wrestling not really much going on in his in, in ring thing he did a flying shoulder block it's not mm. really exciting kushida comes out here he targets your arm he works on things he makes it look like it's a fight like it's not staged yeah, or he, anything he's He's got a flashy style that is more that isn't just flips and shit. There's there's targeting. He's the whole game plan is going for that arm and just the way he manages to attack it all the time. It it just looks exciting, right? He's he's great. Yeah. I I really hope it is Pete Dunne and Kushida at Takeover because this guy needs more big high profile matches. Because he's not had enough in NXT, and he's he's great whenever he's on TV. This was my match of the night from this show. Uh, I I thought this was nuts. Uh, I know there's the whole Jordan Devlin thing. Uh, maybe he loses the title, and we don't have to see him on the show anymore. But I'm just talking about what I watched, and the match itself was was good. So uh, uh, I I thought this was was interesting. Uh, the styles of the wrestling are kind of similar. Uh, Kushida could go into the cruiserweight division realistically, but that's why he left Japan because he didn't want to be in the mm. junior division anymore. And he comes over here and he fights the cruiserweight champion. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, you can elevate a title. I, I think they're really trying to elevate the title. And I'd say the cruiserweight title has been elevated. It's a, it means so much more than I think when Enzo had it. You know, it, it, it does feel a lot more legitimate now. So as long as I'm getting good matches, yeah, like, I, I, I don't think he's going to be a world champion in WWE. But as long as I get good matches, I don't think I care. Honestly, this was this was this was one of my favorite Kushida in WWE matches for sure. Uh, and I can't get over that Falcon Arrow cross arm breaker spot. Beautiful. Just insane. I think I want the, someone gif it if it has a gift because it's just beautiful. But after the match, Kushida's pissed that he was taken. He lost this because of LDF. So he kind of attacks them here and goes after them, does his kick after them and chases off Legato del Fantasma, does a cannonball off the stage, taking out both of the guys. 
which leaves Devlin, who's just getting up after this win. Santos Escobar confronts him in the ring. Champion v. Champion facing off here yet again. And as they stand face to face. Oh, Sean. (laughs) I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. Yes. Sean Michaels music hits. The CWC explodes. I didn't think I'd pop for Shawn Michaels. <laughs> I I was just confused. I was so like, <laughs> was that, is this a mistake? Oh, okay. What's going All on right. here? Shawn Michaels comes down to the ring. He's not your boy toy. This was my first ever ringtone. It's one of the best themes ever. Hands just down. A sexy boy. It's hands off the merchandise. Shawn Michaels struts to the ring to his music, <laughs> <laughs> which he sings, by the way. You know, never forget. He, he, he stares at the two guys in the middle of the ring. He smirks. He goes under the ring. And Shawn Michaels pulls out a ladder, slides it into the ring, gives him the old Shawn Michaels wink. He says, I found my smile, boys. Winks at him and says, have at it. And then walks off, leaving Devlin and Santos in the ring like, huh, this is a good idea. Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, ladder match. Let's fucking go. Let's do it. So it's settled because Shawn Michaels said so. Ladder match for the Cruiserweight title. The unification title match will be in a ladder match. But, uh, I mean, that's huge news, and that sounds crazy, but I'm still like, whoa, Shawn Michaels is just chilling here uh, because Shawn Michaels then walks off, and we're setting up for the next segment. So Adam Cole is standing by backstage, and while like Shawn Michaels' music still playing, we have this stare-down between Adam Cole and Shawn Michaels. And this is where I was like, oh, oh, you teasing me. What I loved here is it's obviously Shawn Michaels works in NXT. Yeah. And he's seeing this. I'm just imagining like kayfabe wise. He's watching this. It's like, I recognize this. I remember what's this kind of thing. Yeah. Going out. Obviously, Razor Shawn puts out the ladder. Yeah. Then he walks past and then he's looking at Cole like... I remember this too. <laughs> I remember doing what you did. I yeah. remember stabbing my friend and partner in the back. A few times. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was such a clever use of Sean. Oh, um, imagine. Didn't, didn't take anything away. It wasn't like on Raw when it's a Legends night and it's just them hogging the show, doing nothing. Right. This was just such a uh, a nice cameo that set up some things. I, I thought it was cool. Adam Cole versus Shawn Michaels. Oh, let's go. Book it. I yeah. always wanted Daniel Bryan versus Shawn. Me too. Because he trained him. Right? That sounds like something I want. I want AJ versus mm. Shawn. But Adam Cole versus Shawn. I want to see Shawn take that. Instead, a- we got Shawn and Triple H against The Undertaker and Kane. All of them are Hall of Famers. Hall of Famers. <laughs> Undertaker's not. Undertaker's not? Yeah, he is, isn't he? No. Oh. He not retired, yet. right. That's what that was. Yeah. yeah. yeah so you think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this fiend Randy thing's all a ruse. <laughs> fuck. Uh, I, I loved Shawn. I don't know why Shawn Michaels was here. Like, I realized why. But uh, I just like seeing Shawn. I love Yeah, Shawn. this is great. I, I think Shawn's enjoying, like, just helping out young guys. And I know there's the whole people who are anti-NXT who are like, ah, everything's just, everyone's just trying to do the Shawn spots and be Shawn. It's like... Well, he kind of understands wrestling. Why wouldn't you want to listen to everyone's favorite at one point was Sean. Mm. He's like, he's one of the best. So why wouldn't you kind of take pointers for yeah. him? But uh, love me some Sean. Mm. Well, this was a, like, just got me like, ah, <laughs> Sean. I love me some Sean. I just like that theme song. Never heard it in a long time. So that's the ladder match announced for TakeOver uh, as well. So that'll be crazy. But it is the main event. William Regal 
standing on the ramp. There's a table set up for the contract signing. All these security guards. And it's Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, sitting down, across from each other. And he's William Regal is pissed. He's fuming. He's like, hey, uh, it's been out of control. And he's screaming at them. He says, he's mad. You even got the bloody police involved. And I will not embarrass this company that so many people worked so hard to create. I leave Raw for embarrassing this company. Here at NXT, no. we have standards. Fuck. So he says that there's a solution. And it's a contract for Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, co-main event of night two of Stand and Deliver. And uh, you have to acknowledge that none of this, what happens, uh, we can't acknowledge it. It never happened because it's going to be unsanctioned. Oh, yeah. Kyle versus Cole unsanctioned. Adam Cole grabs a stick. He says, I want to tell you a story. William Regal's like, bro, we are already at 10.03 p.m. The USA is pissed, but please continue. Cole says, I want to tell you a story. Imagine you were born blind, and then you wake up and you see everything all of a sudden one day. We call that a revelation. I had one, and I realized I didn't need Undisputed Era anymore. They were holding me back. It was you, Kyle. You tried to befriend Finn and get him to join. Have you lost your mind? Then it made no, it, it all made sense. You're just a lapdog, a sidekick. You're just comfortable on the sidelines. Where I am, one of the greatest NXT champs ever. I am the greatest, and I never sit on the sidelines. And I'm nothing like you. You should thank me. I had the title run. I sold the shirts. Without me, you're nothing. And I can't wait to fight you because I already know who wins. You lapdog. Mm. So Cole's setting it straight that I didn't need you. I thought Cole was fantastic here. I thought this promo was great. Um, Finally actually explained the turn on Undisputed Era because he's kind of danced around it. Like he was apologizing at one point, but now he's like, no, I realized I don't need you anymore and I can move on in my career and do even bigger things. I thought he sounded great and his intensity was awesome. I thought his intensity was was so on the nose here. Mm-hmm. He's like so angry and so heated. I've not been a huge fan of what they've been doing with the story, no. but this is all you need to do is let them actually talk and they would sell me on it, especially Cole. He's mm-hmm. a definitely underrated speaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kyle O'Reilly's not too known for his promo work, but he has a retort. He grabs the microphone and says, we were four hungry pit bulls trying to take the spot. We were shocking the system and we were making statements at anyone's expense, and it didn't matter who was footing the bill. We we will forever have heat, and the locker room will hate us because of all this stuff involving the police and stuff here with them being arrested. He says, I grew up. I took accountability for my actions, and I look a man in his eyes before I kick his teeth in. So no more BS, <laughs> Cole. <laughs> we've, 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 been, we've been separated. One of us became a better person. Adam Cole, you're still the same asshole who walked in here three and a half years ago. Did era mean nothing? Because I'm forcing myself to believe it. One day, we could be cool again or go for a beer. One day, but I sold my soul and I want it back. You insecure prick that used his friends and you're so cold and I'm not surprised. So look at me, look at me, (laughs) Kyle says. Not one single person is going to be surprised when I beat you to a pulp. And for the first time in four years, I'll sleep like a baby. And then he signs it. 
And then they start to yell at each other. They get face to face. The security holds them back. William Regal standing there as we go off the air. With this contract signing. I, I think Kyle's got the harder job here as the baby face. It's, Cole is a great heel. Uh, he's been cutting great promos for a long time. Kyle is still kind of new to this in NXT, being like the baby face and having to cut promos as heated as this. Um, I thought the content was great. I thought he, he was getting there. I, I didn't think he was quite as strong as Cole. Yeah. But I, I did like the content. I liked what they were going for. Um, I just... I, I need something to connect a bit more with Kyle, maybe. That's fair. Uh, I think... I think I'm, I'm not saying it was yeah. terrible either. I just... For, for me to personally feel as kind of involved in this as I was at Champer and Gargano at the beginning, I'm not there yet. Yeah, it definitely doesn't have that... that sto- the story seems muddied because of the past few weeks. It's like, now you kind of have to fix whatever that you did. But instead of fixing it, they're just pushing, selling it harder. Like, yeah, the police and, and the locker room hates us. It's like, well, come on, I, just... I feel they're playing characters. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas I think that Champa Gargano one, I felt it that these were friends that are now bitter enemies. Now I feel that these are friends that are playing enemies for a match. To be fair, like the Champa thing, like everyone knew that Champa lived with Johnny and Candace, mm. and then Champa like moved out. Yeah. He he goes off social media. Like there's it felt real. It right? felt so real. And I'm not saying that you know wrestlers don't can't use social media stuff, but yeah, Adam Cole and Kyle Riley are like. Twitch, the cult goes on Twitch and yeah. like we raided him the other day and yeah. he's like oh hey what's going on it's like it, it's something's not connecting there and I'm not saying exactly. that's the blame, I think that's like, what it is because I think don't get me wrong I think this yeah. match is going to be fantastic Crazy. I'm really excited for it unsanctioned yeah should be great we we recently rewatched their um, Ring of it? Honor Ring of Honor match unsanctioned uh, that? yeah an unsanctioned match this should be really good I'm excited for it but I'm not I'm not fully emotionally invested or as in emotionally invested as I thought I was going to be. And this was the best they've it's done getting for there. it. Though. It is definitely yeah. getting there. And I thought this last segment was, was good. I need them to keep pushing it further and further. Yeah. This is definitely the best part so far of what they're going. And that's all it kind of needed was just explain why you attacked him. Adam Cole, talk, be mean to him. Tell yeah, him why you, he was so good. Yeah. Tonight. He's such an asshole, right? You want to see Kyle and Kyle, Kyle needs to just more come off. Like I'm going to do this so I can break away and like yeah. be my own guy and, and stuff. And uh, I joked earlier that maybe Bobby interferes in some sort of mm. thing. Maybe Bobby turns, uh, helps Kyle win. Like maybe as well, or no, Bobby, it doesn't matter. I just I think these guys will deliver. This will be a crazy match and very highly anticipated. If for, uh, even if the, the build isn't uh, like you know, 100, I, I am kind of behind seeing this match. They will deliver. I could even see them maybe adding a loser leaves NXT stick. No, I, I, I thought that's what Regal was gonna say. Yeah, and I, I didn't want, I don't want that. No, definitely not. Okay. Uh, there, there's definitely more juice for for. Where's for Cole? Where, yeah, yeah. Where does Cole go then? Like to Raw or SmackDown? Fight the Fiend? AEW? No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, Fight the Fiend? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Dude, like that's the thing. Now I, I I keep trying to do the like watch Raw and then I watch Raw or SmackDown and I see something so like everyone's like yo SmackDown six SmackDown six I'm like I'm like all right I gotta watch SmackDown it's gonna be lit then I'm seeing a Smallie do like six backflips I'm like what the fuck is this and then I watch Raw. And Randy's drooling 
blue blood or something. I'm like, why can't there just be wrestling? Dude, we we also watch Cameron Grimes do hip hop videos. Yeah, like this it's is true. this is wrestling. Uh, hey, like, we had zombie house fights. Or yeah, the there's fuck. there's always been wacky shit in wrestling. I, I'm just I'm I'm more excited for the takeover. Look, there's oh, two yeah, nights. Great. There's two nights of Mania and two nights of Takeover, and I I'm way more interested in already some of the matches announced for takeover are way more exciting than the mania ones and that's just been the the norm i guess for the past few years but i'm super excited and one of the nights is like on tv and i hope we get not a lot of commercials but i'm excited for for those two nights um, me too i thought looks great. i thought tonight's episode um I, I mentioned kushida and devlin i thought that was a really good match and i thought a lot of the stories progressing the matches for the shows coming up first hand and deliver i thought it was good it was solid. Um, yeah. Nothing that like made me jump out of my seat tonight, but I thought it was a solid episode. Yeah, uh, overall solid episode. Um, we'll see what happens. Well, let's see what you guys think. Forum.postwrestling.com. We put up feedback for all of our shows. Deep Impact, Up Next, and BD Elite. Uh, let's see what you thought about tonight's NXT. Um, yes, would you like to start? Sure, I'll start. It's with Mystery, who says, Hiya. I first thought Raquel was a lock to win the title at TakeOver, but after tonight, I'm not so sure. A combination of there not being any sort of tease of dissension between Kai Gonzalez, Io being manhandled, with commentary telling us she has no chance at TakeOver, and the fact that whenever they had crossed paths, Raquel has always stood tall, leads me to believe Io is finally conquering her biggest threat to the title. That's ignoring the fact that Raquel looked incredibly basic in the ring tonight, with incredibly sloppy choke slams and awful big boots. Even Zoe looked way better than her. Uh, I don't know if I agree, but um, do you? That's maybe fine. Mystery doesn't realize she's not choke slamming. She's yeah, it's it's meant to be from the chest. Yeah, yeah, like palming the chest. Sorry, Mystery. Um, <laughs> the crowd shitting all over both Escobar and Devlin should send red flags up for NXT. Both men are deeply unpopular. Albeit in the case of Escobar, it's a good thing for different reasons. And a ladder match won't save this. Uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of in the same boat as you there, uh, but there won't be a crowd for this anyway. That women's tag match was sloppy. Aaliyah sucks. I still don't care for Cross. The Cole Kyle promo was really good and I'm looking forward to the match. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. you, Mystery. We go to Frank who says, how dare you, Roddy? Grimes doesn't just spend his money on anything and you messed up his suit. Anyhow. Glad to see Reed get a big win, and the Cole Kyle showdown was fire. Two weeks left and counting. P.S. Aaliyah, you know who you should have called to be your partner. Where was she? Where's Zaya Lee? More importantly, where's her merch? Where's her shirt? Where's her merch? Tian Shah. Yeah. Where's that stuff? Zaya Leah. Zaya Leah, we need it. I want that next week. We Robert won. Stone, he, he goes, Mercedes didn't work out. We lost. Zaya, please, we need you. And he has to pay off, like, uh, May Ying. Ying, yeah, yeah. Boa, Robert Stone go shopping for for new suits new, and no socks, no socks and those shoes. Yeah. yeah, loafers. Book it. We go to MJ from NJ. I caught the end of the run over. Both men cut amazing promos, and this has real big fight feel. That said, Cole shouldn't lose, and I don't think Kyle O'Reilly can afford to either. Props to both. Peace. We go to Crooked Letter 9, who says, Solid show that got progressively better as it went on. Gonzalez conti- continues her trage- tra- tra- trajectory upward. Zoe Stark being around the upper echelon of the roster is going to bode well for her. Are Roddy and Grimes going to do double duty next week in the Battle Royal for the Gauntlet, or is that on the same night? Yeah, I'm confused. I'm Sorry, what's that? The Roddy and Grimes are fighting on the same night, oh, or is that a different so night? Oh, so, I mean, we've still got a couple of weeks. Is it... 
maybe both work confirmed for next week. I don't know. They know that they're not winning, so they just you have a match. Yeah. It's fine. Double duty. <laughs> he continues here. Shotzi and Ember got a credibility boosting win for the women's titles. It seems they're heading Indy and Candice's way. Oh, I think I totally skipped over. Oh yeah. Earlier tonight, there was a promo uh, with the way Indy Hartwell and Candice kind of approaching Ember and Shotzi after they retain their titles and. They said, we want a shot at this. It was kind of lame, actually. I didn't really like it. I totally skipped over that. I'm sorry. Um, and it seems like that's going to be one I of think the, that's the one matches. Uh, continuing, Finn Balor and Cross had a very good dueling promo about channeling one demons. Hmm. Walter defending his title on back-to-back days against Champa and Rampage Brown has me wondering if the latter match the latter match will be taped or not, uh, meaning the the Rampage Brown one. Uh, I think Kushida and Pete Dunne's claims of being the best technical wrestler strongly hints a match for either night one or night two. Yes, definitely. And a rare HBK sighting did so much so little. First, he puts a ladder between Escobar and Devlin. Nice touch. Um, considering HBK's <laughs> what HBK's steroids, uh, I, I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'll continue. He says Kyler Riley cut his best promo to date. Adam Cole was his best gaslighting self, and the pull apart was good. It sh- will steal the sh- show. And Kyle sold his soul for UE, and he's taking it back at Takeover. And finally, we go to Good Charbel, the chosen one. I'm really happy with NXT tonight, and I'm hyped for the next two weeks. Is it crazy to wish for another year as champion for EO? I think there's still so much left to be done for her with all the new talent incoming. This takeover is shaping to be the best ever. I was a fool last week for thinking that two days was maybe too much. The NXT curse of hyping new talent and making them lose on their first match on TV happens again, and it sucks. I was waiting to see LA Knight and hoping to see him achieve great things. But with tonight, I'm like, okay, thank you. Next. Thank you. Next. Next. Yeah. Thanks uh, for everything. Thank you, Charbel. Charbel. We love you, Charbel. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, so I guess me and Charbel both think that he's, LA Knight didn't have a match last week or yeah. whatever it was. I completely <laughs> forgot about it. I, you could have completely no-sold that and I would have just like thought that's what happened. Uh, and I'm seeing people in the, the Twitch chat. Uh, so apparently they already taped that w- Rampage Brown Walter match. So okay. I mean, I mean, it's kind of apparent. If I don't really know who Rampage Brown is, I don't think he's so being Rampage Walter. Brown versus Champa. <laughs> yeah, obviously at, at takeover. Uh, well, Rampage Brown stand and deliver. Uh, so that was NXT. That's what we thought. That's what you thought. Thanks for the the forum p- feedback there, guys. Uh, and we'll be we'll be back next week. A few weeks left till WrestleMania week. All the wrestling. We're going to have so many shows. Obviously, John away at Post Wrestling covering everything related to pro wrestling. And we're pretty much doing the same. We got Stand and Deliver, Night 1 and 2, Watch Alongs, Post Shows, as well as WrestleMania, our, our Patreon tailgate, our birthday party, if you will. And a watch along for both nights of WrestleMania, which is just going to be crazy. So if you're stuck inside and you, you're sad you can't go to these shows this year, well, come hang out with us Come instead. be a friend. Yeah. Thank you for being a friend and uh, for listening to all the shows. Uh, if you listen on uh, Apple Podcasts, go give us a nice little nice little rating and nice little message review on the uh, podcast app there. And uh, we appreciate it. We do. Yeah. yeah. Say nice things. We got give to, us five star ratings. I said it a few weeks ago. I saw you guys listened. A oh, few I, people. I need to have a look. Wrote some nice things. Oh, I saw nice. So thank you guys. Yeah. Go If you haven't done it already, go do it. Thank Sweet. you. Sweet. Yeah. At Up Next Podcast, Twitter, Instagram is where you can find all the stuff for all the shows that we do. And of course, BD Elite every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern time, twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast. We will be talking about Dynamite from tonight as well. So after NXT, we record this show. 
we go for a little walk, then we put on AEW, and then we talk about it on Thursdays. Then so. we have like a, a second dinner at like three in the morning, usually. Yeah, true, which isn't we good. We suddenly get all feasty. Yeah, exactly. When Sting comes out to talk to Tony Schiavone, I'm like, I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> it's food for this. It's going to be so exciting. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to Dynamite, so I can't wait to uh, to talk about that as well. Because I know we, we, we talk about NXT, but we, uh, we're big fans of, of the Dynamites and the big shows and the elevations and the Mike Seidel's. Yeah. And all that stuff. We love the side outs. <laughs> I fucking love them. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for listening. I myself, Braden Harrington. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram. I am at the D. And I am at Davey Portman. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And I'm going to go have a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch. Ooh. Ahoy! Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers and select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.